Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. The Michelin Countdown to Green on IMSA Radio. change. Hello everybody and welcome along to WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca as our Michelin countdown to green gets underway uh, on a morning where we've got to say kudos to all of the IMSA track staff, to the marshals, the corner workers and indeed the Hall Paddock who have been literally ready to go on the beat of bang like a 100 meter sprinter thanks to the weather playing uh, its part this morning with thick fog and low clouds causing delays we're playing catch up so a slightly shorter countdown to green but we go ahead at the advertised time for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship it's John Hindhoff and Jeremy Shaw in the IMSA Global Broadcast Centre. Shea Adam will be down on the grid in a moment or two's time as that forms up in double quick time. Jeremy Shaw is with me here as we move towards, Jeremy, our first two-hour and 40-minute race of the season and a sterling job by everyone to be ready uh, for this uh, for this particular race to get it underway on time. Hello there. Yeah, good uh not quite afternoon yet, is it? No. What, a, what a day. Goodness gracious me. Uh, no time to get ready at all. But yeah, exciting. I think we've got a, a, a really interesting race ahead of us here. As you say, the first uh, regular season uh, length race of the, of the year. And it's going to be a cracker. We saw yesterday uh, in practice and qualifying that uh, there's not much to choose between any of the cars in any of the classes. So I think we're in for a thrilling race here this afternoon, John. And uh, for the first time, we have nine GTP cars with the addition of an additional and the first for IMSA competition, Privateer Porsche 963. Yeah, that really is exciting. Great for JDC Miller Motorsports to have the opportunity to run the first of Privateer cars here in North America. Uh, The team is excited. Uh, The the state of Minnesota is excited. I think they're representing their hometown state here. The cars spent uh, a little bit of time there at the shop before coming out here. Uh, It hadn't yet run on the racetrack at all with these drivers at the wheel. The car did have a quick shakedown at Weissach at the Porsche test track in Germany before being shipped to North America. But uh, Friday was the first opportunity for the two drivers in that car, Mike Rockefeller and a youngster, Timon van der Helm, to get an opportunity to drive it. Uh, and they, they've had a steep learning curve this weekend, but this, this morning's warm-up, Mike Rockefeller turned some really good lap times in that car. You know, they're, they're not really looking... F- the, the result is incidental here. They just want to pick up experience, mm. learn about the car, and prepare for the later races of the season. We'll get down to share on the grid in a moment or two's time. We've got a decent turnout uh, in terms 
teams of cars uh, this weekend, uh, Jeremy. Uh, it looks like a fantastic grid. We're back to having uh, LMP2 as well as GTD Pro and GTD Am. So four different classes here. That's going to make things particularly busy earlier on. We'll have our Porsche keys to the race Coming up in the race itself, our VP Racing in-race updates. And, of course, we'll be awarding our BDO Nose Strategy Award as well before the end of the 2040 minutes. But, Jeremy, take a deep breath and let's get ready to run down the field. Let's find out where your favourites are for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship here at the Mortal Corsa de Monterey, powered by Hyundai. Well, 38 cars for today's Motul Corsa de Monterey, powered by Hyundai N. On the 19th row of the grid will be the Magnus Racing Aston Martin Vantage GT3, the car number 44, started by John Potter. Alongside him, Alan Brilliolfsson in a very distinctive car number 77, the Wright Motorsports Porsche 911 GT3R. Row 18, Sheena Monk for Gradient Racing in the Acura NSX GT3, that's car number 66 alongside the newcomer to the series this weekend. Uh, Andretti Autosport is not new. The drivers are not new, but the car is new to the team. Aston Martin Vantage GT3, uh, car number 94, was started by Jarrett Andretti. Row 17 is Chandler Hull, one of two Turner Motorsport BMW M4 GT3s. That's car number 97. Alongside Michel Goitberger, car number 78. The Forte Racing, powered by US Racetronics Lamborghini Huracan GT3. Row 16 is Brendan Irib in car number 70. Inception Racing McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. Alongside the Porsche 911 GT3R for Kelly Moss with Riley, car number 91. Really good qualifying effort for Alan Metney. Row 15, Russell Ward in number 57. Windward Racing Mercedes AMG GT3. Alongside the second Turner Motorsport BMW, that's Patrick Gallagher in car number 96. Row 14, Mike Skeen in car number 32, the team Kortoff Motorsports Mercedes AMG. Another BMW alongside him, that's for Paul Miller Racing. The championship leader is Madison Snow in car number 1. Row, 60, row 13, excuse me, Vassar Sullivan Racing's Lexus RCF GT3, the non-pro GTD car of Frankie Montecalvo in car number 12. Alongside Sebastian Prio in car number 80 as the AO Racing Porsche 911 GT3R. Moving on now to GTD Pro, uh, the next row of the grid is Jordan Taylor in car number three for Corvette Racing, the only Chevrolet Corvette C8R GTD in the field alongside the championship leader in GTD Pro, Jack Hawksworth in car number 14 for Bassa Sullivan Lexus. Two more GTD Pro cars on row 11, Daniel Cadela for WeatherTech Racing in the Mercedes AMG car number 79 and uh, Alex Riveras in car number 23, the heart of racing team Aston Martin Vantage GT3. The next two cars ahead of him are also GTD non-pro cars. The second of the heart of racing team Aston Martins uh, is uh, Roman DeAndres in car number 27. He will start 20th, 20th on the grid. Uh, the fastest uh, qualifier in GTD, second overall on the GTD grid, car number 92. That's Alec Udell, a fine effort for him and for Kelly Moss with Riley, that's a Porsche 911 GT3R. The fastest overall GTD car is the Pro Entry, also a Porsche for FAF Motorsports Defending Series champions and race winners, car number nine. First time here at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, great effort in qualifying for Klaus Backler. 
Moving on now to the LMP2 field. 17th position on the grid for Dwight Merriman, Merriman for Era Motorsport. All of the LMP2 cars are Orica LMP207 chassis. Uh, next to him on the grid is John Ferrano in car number eight, uh, the defending series champion for Tower Motorsports. 15th on the grid for high class racing is Dennis Anderson in car number 20. Row seven on the grid, car number 51 for Rick Ware Racing, which is run by Dragon Speed team now, is car number 51, that's Eric Lux. 13th on the grid is Francois Herriot from France for TDS Racing in car number 35. His teammate in car number 11 will be Stephen Thomas, starting third on the grid, 12th overall in LMP2. Ahead of him, Ben Keating for PR1 Matheson, Motorsports in car number 52. But on the pole position in LMP2, 10th overall, brilliant job on a final lap of qualifying. In the car number 04 for CrowdStrike Racing by Algrave Pro Racing is George Kurtz. Now it's on to the GTP cars, nine of them for the first time, as John Heindhoff mentioned, for JDC Miller Motorsports, the Porsche 963 brand new car, car number five started by the young Dutchman, Timon van der Helmer. Fourth row of the grid, Philip Eng in car number 24, that's one of two BMW M Team RLL BMW M Hybrid V8s, and the sister car alongside him on the grid, car number 25, that's Colnet Di Filippi. Sixth on the grid for Cadillac Racing, one of two Cadillac V-Series R's in the field. Car number 01 started by Sebastian Bourdais. Alongside Ricky Taylor in car number 10. Three times a winner here in recent history in for Konica Minolta Acura ARX 06. Row two of the grid on the outside. Whedon Engineering Cadillac Racing Cadillac V-Series R. Car number 31 is Pipo Durrani. Alongside him, Colin Brown in car number 60. The last year's winner here at WeatherTech Racing with Lagoon Seca has the Acura ARX06 for Meyer Shack Racing with Curb Agajanian. I haven't mentioned the Porsches yet, have I? Well, the factory Porsches, the Porsche Penske Motorsports pair will start alongside each other on the front row of the grid. Winners last time out at Long Beach, it'll be Matthew Jaminet starting second in car number six. But on the pole position in car number seven, the young Australian, tremendous running qualifying for Matt Campbell. Let's go to share Adam down on the grid, the false grid, if you will. We've got cars moving round the track, Shay, at the moment, and there's been some changes to the starting procedure from this race forward. Yes, this is the reintroduction of the recon lap, and already we've got a team that's fallen afoul of it. The 20 high-class racing LMP2 has stayed out on the front straight. That means that that car will just earn itself a pit lane start as a penalty for not doing this properly. But basically, recon gives the team an opportunity to send one of their drivers, doesn't matter which one, out around the track back into the pit lane. The teams were allowed to refuel their cars fully before the beginning of the recon lap. Now, in the olden days, it used to be a bit of a fuel mileage race because you were not allowed to reintroduce any lost fuel into your car that you would use up during the recon lap. Well, this year, that's changed. All the cars go out, they come back into the pit lane, pull into their grid position, nose into a pit box. It is not necessarily their pit box. The team is then allowed to take a fuel can to dump fuel into the car to then top it off. Then all the cars will be pushed back into their spots, tails in to the fast lane of the pit lane, and then we welcome out the fans. So it's a little bit different than it has been so far in 2023, but the recon lap bringing back a lot of old memories and a couple of people saying we really wish it was still the fuel mileage race because that was fun. Yeah, uh, and we remember particularly the 
amazing fuel run by Richard Westbrook in the Ford GT, which uh, earned him the nickname of Pink Fluffy Bunny Slippers when he brought that car home, when everybody, and I mean everybody in terms of his competitors, was here. It was at this circuit, uh, and when everybody, including all of his competitors, were saying, yeah, yeah, don't worry, that car's got another pit. That's got another pit. They need to He's not coming, isn't he? I remember that very well indeed. Jeremy, let's take a look at our Porsche keys uh, to the race. Amazingly enough, this is our first quote-unquote normal race of the season. Two hours and 40 minutes. That requires a little bit of a different mindset, particularly for the D, uh, for the, uh, the GTP cars at the front of the field. Jeremy? Excuse me. Yeah, not as many pit stops as in the opening two races of the season, but there have been more pit stops than there were at the, at the most recent one at Long Good Beach. Point. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the, uh, it, it is a very different strategy that they will be... Uh, making uh, at least, uh, uh, these cars do go a good bit longer than the old DPI cars did. Uh, uh, I think it'd most likely be, a, yeah, yeah, they can probably do it on, on two stops actually during the, this race. The, the, the uh, limiting factor, however, here is not so much the, uh, the energy or the fuel even, it's the tires, because this, tire, this track is a high on tire degradation and the tires are gonna lose a lot of grip during a full stint. So whereas the cars can possibly go as much as 55 minutes, which would enable them to do it on two stops, I would think most, more likely, uh, in contrast to the strategy that was chosen to win the race by Porsche Penske Motorsports at Long Beach last time out, where they only made, they didn't take on any tires at all. I don't think that's gonna be an option here. And I think possibly an extra stop for an extra set of tires uh, might be a factor, except for the fact, of course, they only have three sets of tyres to use for qualifying uh, yesterday and today's race, John. Yeah, that's and the tyres. That was another point I was going to make. We'll come back to our Porsche keys to the race at the moment. We've got a new team, or we've got an old team running a new car, actually. Aston Martin has a new customer, Aston Martin Racing, and that's the Andretti uh, Autosport team. Shea Adam uh, is with them now on the grid. Same, same driver lineup, Jarrett. The only difference is the machinery that you are piloting. How different is a GT Aston Martin to the LMP3 machine that you've gotten quite used to? Yeah, it's, it's pretty different, very different. Um, uh, a lot of more driver aids on this thing, obviously a lot heavier, um, bulkier, and a little bit slower here, but um, a lot of fun nonetheless. So excited to, to get this program started here at Laguna. It's my first time here, and it's nice to come out here to the California, what I thought was sun, you know, but um, nice to get out here and, and do some racing. Well, yeah, a little birdie told me this was your first time here. How is that possible? Yeah, I don't know. And um, it just the P3 class hasn't come here, and then the series I raced before it didn't come here either. So um, it's kind of one of the last couple, you know, North American tracks to kind of check off the list and you want to come to. So I've been leaning a lot on Gabby this weekend. He's he's won here a couple times. So we're just, uh, we're you know, wanted to get that over with, get the first, um, you know, first race here out of the way and, and, and come back stronger next year. What's going to be a victory at the end of the day for Andretti Autosport? I mean, I think finishing here is a big deal um, and just learning as much as we can. Obviously, we haven't gotten a lot of track time so far, missing all the second practice and a lot of the first practice. So, you know, I was still learning a lot in qualifying. And then so just learning as much as we can here and, uh, and then keeping it clean. I think that's a win. And we pick up some spots. That's even better. Good luck to the 94 today. I'll get that right. Thank you. Appreciate it, Shay.
That's Jared Andretti, uh, normally a driver in the LMP3 class and a very accomplished driver in that category. I just want to sneak up uh, three grid positions to the McLaren because we do have Frederick Shandorf standing here. Frederick, hey, how are you doing? Welcome back to WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. The car was really fast here last year, the Evo 2. Does it feel equally as quick? Yeah, we are definitely in a good spot, I think. Uh, unfortunately, right now we actually have an EBC failure. So I'm not sure if we're going to fix it or not for the race. So we hopefully we not. Um, so anyway, the car feels great. The Evo 2 is a, a really good step for, for the McLaren. So hopefully we're going to have an exciting race from here. Are you guys looking at different strategy options to get to the front since you qualified a little bit further back? Yeah, we might see. I don't want to say too much now, but I think hopefully hopefully we're going to have a good race. And Brandon is sure he's gonna, he can move up a bit as well. So hopefully we can finish a bit in top from the here. Hey, good luck today. Thank you very much. Let's continue with our Porsche countdown to our Michelin uh, countdown to Green now Porsche keys to the race. It's a big field, Jeremy, as your grid rundown uh, proved. That means high traffic density. That means at some stage you're going to have to have patience. There's going to be a bit of follow my lead around some of this 2.238 track when the leaders are coming through the traffic. Yeah, it's uh, not easy to make overtakes here. Uh, at, uh, th at this racetrack, there's a few a few places to do so, but most of the opportunities are probably going to come while uh, either as the leaders are negotiating slower traffic or for the slower traffic while the leaders are getting by them. So uh, it could be pretty, pretty feisty out there. It's certainly super competitive. All the classes are really, really tight, but uh, strategies uh, of all sorts of things are going to be important, but patience, you're right, is a big factor too. Uh, yes, because mistakes here and a drive-through can be very costly. Short lap, long pit lane. Never a good combination if you're going to have to serve a penalty. Uh, true that. Yeah, you, you, you certainly want, need to make sure you stay on the lead lap uh, at, at all costs, really. So you know, if you're more than half a lap down, if you have to make a pit stop for a drive-through or, or whatever it might be, that's probably going to put you off the lead lap. So minimising your mistakes is, uh, is a... Uh, a good ploy. You, you talked about the tyres, uh, and particularly for GTP. It's not the same in, in, in all of the classes. But fuel and tyres here, it's a fast track. There's a lot of full throttle. You're pulling up the rear hull straight flat out. You're going down the front straight flat out. But yesterday, it was so hot in the Michelin Pilot Challenge race, we did see people being tyre limited rather than fuel limited. It's much, much cooler today. Is that still going to be the same issue? And if so, what's causing that, Jeremy? Is it just the surface of the track? Um, yeah, it is just the surface of the track, uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's more of a problem when it's warmer, for sure. And, and as you say, if this, uh, this uh, cloud cover slash fog persists through the race, then uh, that'll be good news for, for many of the teams uh, and certainly for Michelin engineers. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's, it's expected to burn off, in, in which case the track, track temperature will rise dramatically and that'll make things very tricky potentially for the closing stages of the race. So the, the beginning stages to the closing stages could be quite a bit of variation. The... Championship coming in. This is the fourth different racetrack we've had, Jeremy. We've had the 24 hours, the Rolex 24 hours uh, of Daytona on the high banks in the infield. Then we go to what can't really be called a standard road circuit. Sebring is uh, 
unique. And that word's used a lot, but it really is. Then we've been on the streets of Long Beach for the short race. So 24-12, 100 minutes, and now 2 hours and 40 on a more traditional, let's say, road uh, circuit with the ups and downs that we have at Laguna Sega. And we've had variety in those who have visited Victory Lane and been on the podium of each of the classes. Well, we have, and, you know, in, in the top, we haven't, we've only had one repeat winner in, in any of the series, and, and that's, that's pretty remarkable. Uh, you know, different manufacturers taking turns at the front. If you look at the, the GTP class, the top class, uh, there's only one of the, uh, of the uh, eight, well, eight, eight cars have competed in all three races that's been even in the top five in all three races, which is fairly unusual. Uh, and it, we, we've seen that parity in each of the classes as well. This is only the second race of the season for LMP2 uh, this weekend because uh, they weren't at Long Beach and uh, Daytona for the first round of the championship uh, of the season, excuse me, was only a round of the Michelin Endurance Cup series for LMP2. So the only race they've had to score championship points has been Sebring. Uh, so uh, this is their second chance to do so. But, you know, it's it's been uh, equality has been a factor in the IMSA Tech Sports Car Championship for many years and more so than any any time this year. Let's head to Sher Adam, who is soaking up the atmosphere on the grid in this Michelin countdown to green. We're about four minutes away from going live in vision as well as IMSA Radio Sound. She's got target acquired. I can almost feel her striding <laughs> towards her, her interviewee, her next victim. Who is it, Sher? Uh, it's uh, Ben Barnicket because Ben, I noticed you got a sticker on the back of your helmet. That's actually Barney nowadays. Is that the good luck charm that has supplanted you and Jack Oxford to the lead of this championship? Oh, well, it's not a sticker. It's painted. It's permanently in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fully locked in. Uh, you know, that's that's my nickname in, in the racing world is Barney. So, you know, it's a little omen. He's holding the American flag for, for you know, kind of symbolizing my journey here. And I guess, yeah, we've had a good turn of events since I've had that helmet. So... We need all the luck we can uh, get today to go from fourth to first, but we'll be doing everything we can to uh, try our best to get the best result. Well, third in the first race, second in the second race, win in the last one. I mean, you're trending in the right direction, but it's something like seven consecutive podiums. What is it that's just been clicking lately for the 14? Um, yeah, well, uh, Laguna, uh, sorry, Long Beach is actually our eighth consecutive podium. So, you know, we're on, we're on amazing form right now. I think that's just a result of... Uh, a huge team team effort and great teamwork. The guys at Vasa Sullivan and Lexus Racing are putting so much effort and hard work in behind the scenes, and you know the, the results are just shitting for that. You know, obviously me and Jack have been doing a, a, a strong and solid job, but you, as we all know in racing, you can't do that without uh, a great team behind you. And uh, you know, this is this is historically known to be a tough track for Lexus. And uh, you know, last year we had a great result here, coming second. We did get a little lucky with the yellow, but you know, we've been pretty close on pace this weekend. We're only just less than two tenths off polling fine you know it's super tight so you know some ways we're a little bit disappointed to be fourth but when you look back at the history of the car here like we've got to be very happy with that and just do what we can today and you know it's not where you start it's where you finish good luck today thank you very much so share uh, the atmosphere on the grids is it building up i know it's been a difficult morning for spectators but uh, it's been a big uptick from the last few years, up 35% on ticket sales. All the hospitality has been sold out. That's a first, by the way, in the new era uh, of IMSA. What's it uh, looking like down there in the grid, and how is the atmosphere building? I am very happy to report that for the first time today, 
I am in the sunshine and there is blue sky overhead and I got my sunglasses on. It is turning into a beautiful day, perfect for racing. And the good news is we are almost ready to go. We've got all the drivers in their cars. We've got uh, most of the essential personnel cleared off the grid. Down at the GTP end of things, there are more people out with the startup procedures for each of the cars. But further back down in GTD land, GTD Pro, even LMP2, these drivers are in their cars and just raring to go. Thank you, Shea. We'll come back to you throughout the event down there on the pit road at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. We're ready to go racing. And now radio becomes TV and radio. We're about to fire up the World Feed TV. If you're outside the U.S., get ready to watch great pictures in the sunshine now from WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. It's the Mortool Corsa de Monterey, powered by Hyundai. It's the latest round of the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship in the U.S., live on NBC Network. Can't get better than that if you're in the US. However, if you're moving around, you can take us with you on Sirius XM 207 if you are so equipped. John Hindorf, Jeremy Shaw and Shay Adam ready to go racing for the first two hour and 40 minute event of this 2023 IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship season. And it's live next in sound and vision.